Welcome to Conversations in the Kitchen. We're Gemma and Paul, two kitchen table entrepreneurs chatting about our journey building our own e-commerce businesses and helping others to do the same. Grab a coffee and join us in the kitchen as we chat about the highs and lows of entrepreneurship, strategies for digital growth, and our approach to building a purpose-driven and sustainable business online. Morning, Gemma. How are you? Morning. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I am good. Um, it's another one of those weeks of juggling work and uh, school holidays and uh, client content documents and building dens and <laughs> having sun and snow, which is all a bit strange, but yep. it's all good. Um, I've got a question. Okay. Well, you know that... At the beginning of this, I moaned and groaned about having a face for radio and a, a voice that's better to, uh, more suited to the written word than the spoken word. I moaned and groaned about having to do a podcast. Yeah. How's it all going? Is it? Are we, <laughs> are we, are we carrying this on? Well, we must be doing something right because I've had two questions in the last week about how to start a podcast and how did we get started so obviously people are listening and we must be doing something with it but um so remind me why we do podcasts again because i i do secretly quite enjoy doing them now and um i'm a big believer in them but you had lots of good reasons to persuade me at the beginning <laughs> um yeah i mean i think I think it's like for us with this one, it really started because it was, you know, a way to share a lot of the conversations that we generally have anyway with, you know, a bigger audience. Um, and I think that's one of the things that's really great about podcasts. It's bringing people into a wider conversation. Um, and I think it was also for us, we were like looking for an opportunity to share a bit more about sort of our brand and who we are. Um, and that comes across a lot in podcasts in a way that you maybe don't get with other forms of content like um, blog posts or, you know, sometimes social media posts. It comes across well in video. But the other good thing about podcasting is that it's much easier to do than having to create videos. It's a lot less expensive. It's, you know, um, I wouldn't say we are the most professional of podcasters, um, but we do it in a way that's really quick and easy to do it and it gets the job done. And I think sometimes you can't, you know, you can't always have that with other forms of content. Um, and it's just a way to, you know, it's a way for us to share our specific approach to digital marketing and e-commerce um, and share those ideas in a way that I think is quite, it's often quite consumable for people. You know, people listen to podcasts when they're doing other things, when they're on the go, when they're in the car, when they're going for a walk, whatever it is. Um, and you obviously don't get that with things like blog posts where you need to be sat reading it. So I think, you know, podcasts are great. And I think there's a there's a whole load of reasons why we do it. Um, and it's something that I think, you know, we see a big growth in. We see lots of people considering podcasts now. Just this week, I've had like two questions about how to get started. So I think it's something that people are curious about and want to know more about, you know, how it can help their brand and their business. Yeah, I, I think that's the key point for me. I, and uh, actually, despite my protestations, um, I'm a huge podcast fan. 
and it, it does make me even more impressed by people who do amazing podcasts and build big audiences but at the same time what I like is just that sense of sort of being able to pick a topic and kind of have it going on in the background of other things where uh, you can kind of zone in on the stuff that actually you think well I'm, I'm going to remember that bit or um, uh, I'm going to pull out those kind of key points and it's not about having to sit down and read something or focus all of your attention on it it has it has that sort of multitasking element for me or a um, traveling element or yeah. you know it, fit, it fits around life in a nice way but it makes me feel like I can add learning or inspiration or um, insight I suppose into bits of my life where they might feel a little bit deader other, otherwise yeah and so, I think it I was just gonna say I think sometimes as well um you know like for us with this podcast the ideal situation is that we'd be out and about we'd be in coffee shops we'd be meeting other business owners we'd be chatting with them you know all the stuff that we love to do before lockdown and we're not able to but this is kind of a way to just still open up some of those you know those conversations and sort of let people in on on those conversations a bit and I think that's the other side of podcasting when I listen to podcasts it's often you know, you feel like you're there sort of as part of that conversation. And I think you don't get that with other forms of content. So that makes it really interesting, I think, as well. It did feel, didn't it, that, that it was it was sort of came on to our list of things to do quite early around the, our sort of in the kitchen idea for kitchen table businesses and uh, actually wanting to have a actual kitchen table that would have people at it but this being the the next best thing our, our virtual kitchen table yeah. um i i am uh i am sat at my kitchen table just for just for full authenticity yeah. the, the authenticity of the podcaster so um other than um sit at your kitchen table and do a podcast what what is our sort of three or four nuggets of wisdom for for starting one other than being a good persuader of having bringing someone else into the conversation to create create a dialogue based based podcast um do you think they work best with with more than one person or um you're, you're a solo podcaster as well so you can uh, uh, yeah I am. Of yeah I, th I mean i think it really you know it's going to depend on who you are as a brand and a business and what you've got to talk about um i think the collaboration side of things can be really interesting if you're doing it with people outside of your business as well because obviously it grows the reach of your podcast and it brings other other people into the mix um and I think it's more fun when you do it with other people and it's an actual conversation but it really is going to sort of depend on on what you know what your niche is what you actually do um it's easier to do a, a solo podcast because obviously you don't have anyone else in the mix and you don't need to set up Zoom calls and, you know, you literally just record whatever it is that you want to talk about. Um, so I think it largely depends. Uh, the other thing I'd say is if anyone's thinking about it and kind of doesn't know where to start, like just just do it because... I think a lot of people get hung up on needing to have, you know, you need all the fancy equipment and you need like a little podcasting studio and, um, 
a fancy intro and outro and like you need someone to edit it and actually you know you don't need a lot of that stuff and it's it's quite easy to learn how to edit a podcast I think if you somebody that can follow YouTube videos um but I would say just do it because if you get really hung up on making it perfect then it's never going to get done and you know the reality is that there are those really, really well-produced podcasts, but a lot of them are just people like us sat on Zoom conversations or, you know, just sat there with their headphones in and talking into their laptop. Um, so I think, you know, that's probably my biggest advice for somebody wanting to get started. Um, and I think planning as well a little bit, like as much as I'm saying, just get started, like plan your content in advance so you know a rough idea of what you're going to say, but don't like script out the whole thing so it just sounds like you're reading a script you still want that you know that sort of element of um of not having the scripted version it's probably a boy thing but i do i do really want one of those big microphone things that makes <laughs> me look like a 1950s dj in, <laughs> well, you, in tennessee you could you could get one <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's not it's obviously not made it to the top of my shopping list yet um <laughs> Maybe maybe when we go and do it in noisy coffee shops, we, we are going to have to tech up. But yes, for for the tech enthusiast, um, a laptop and a dodgy internet connection that makes your <laughs> podcast partner pull faces over Zoom at you every few minutes is is all you need to get going. Yeah, um, perhaps a, a decent internet connection should definitely go on the list. Yeah, yeah, um, and. Yeah, note note the planning that I believe a podcast on podcasts was in our planning several <laughs> months ago, but we have waited until we have something to say. So so good good planning. But um, yeah, I um, I think I think the uh, it, it definitely helps me the the conversational aspect of it. I think I would struggle um, in a one to one format and. The idea of listening to my own podcast still fills me with <laughs> with dread, but then I'll blame my lack of microphone. Um, but I, yeah, I think uh, that try, trying to sort of get like like planning sounds really complicated, doesn't it? But actually, just sort of making a list of the kind of things that you would talk about around your brand or your topic or your specialism, if you were um, having cups of coffee with people or doing a kind of overview and it's it's inevitably a taster I mean we we talk about part of our planning is to try and mix between stuff which does have a little bit more of a kind of in-depth e-commerce uh, things that you can apply to your own business and a, a little bit more um, applicable insight but there's only so deep that we can go with that in a, I think, in a podcast environment where yeah. um, the, the, the kind of stuff that we do when we're coaching or consulting where we can, uh, you know, do stuff that requires more sort of visual interaction or yeah. look at dashboards or do diagrams. It's um, e-commerce for the radio waves. Um <laughs> So um, what we do, I suppose, talking talk about e-commerce and uh, kitchen table businesses and it, that sort of lends itself quite well to a podcast because, uh, it, you know, we do 
I suppose this is a taster of some of the conversations that we might have in much more depth with people that we would work with one to one. But what if we what if we were sort of um, selling products? Do, do is podcasting relevant there? Yeah, I think it is. I think sometimes that's a bit of a kind of a bit of a preconception about podcasting is that it's more suited to people who are coaches or consultants or you know they do like you say it can give people a taster of that service um but I think they're just as relevant for products and I think what's really exciting about it is you can bring your products to life through a podcast by sharing you know more of the kind of story around them sharing the story behind them the history like how did you develop your product like where has it come from you know what what are the unique things about your product you can share all that really well in a sort of podcast format um and I think like for any business I think podcasting is really good for capturing the attention of your sort of ideal customer by really talking about the things that interest that customer so it might not necessarily be a podcast about your product but it could be something on a sort of wider remit around your niche or your industry that really helps to attract that customer in who maybe has never considered your product before so I think you know that's relevant whether you've got a product or a service to offer Um, and I think you know another idea with sort of product-based businesses is to to really interview other people involved in your product or even your customers sometimes I've seen that done quite well um and kind of using a podcast conversation as a way to sort of expand out on that so I think you know it does lend itself really well to sort of what we do in that more service-based business but if you you know you are an e-commerce business and you have a product I think it can be really great to just sort of bring that to life in a way that you maybe can't do as well in a blog post or you can't do as well in an email um and you know you're bringing that conversational element in and you get to show who you are as a brand and where your products come from and you know why customers should know about your product and trust you yeah i think that's great and and the sort of the story aspect of that and uh your own experiences i suppose i think another aspect of that is a bit like our you know, we, we talk a lot about creating content that's going to engage with your community, whatever, whatever kind of content it is. And I suppose it's, it's thinking about that as well. It's, it is thinking about the product and the stories and your, your, in, your own sort of um, experiences around the product. But it, it's also thinking about the kind of things that the people in the community that are interested in your product are going to be interested in and um thinking about you know how they're using the product or um the role that the product's playing in their life or products are playing in their life and you know in in that sense i suppose product podcasts can actually be much you know almost as broad as a service one if you're thinking about what the people who are into that kind of stuff are into then it's um yeah and I I think it is that I think it's widening that you know that scope so if you have a supplements business you're not just going to talk about your supplements and all the ingredients all the time but you're going to talk about things that that customer's interested in it might be yoga it might be you know it might be gut health it might be skin it, it can be sort of any of these wider things that they're interested in and then through coming into that content they start to learn about your product and how it can help them in those areas so yeah I think you know that's that's exactly how we would say to approach any content really 
Um, but podcasting lends itself to that really nicely. And you have to remember people use podcasting or podcast apps a bit like a search engine. So in the same way as they'll they'll look for videos on a specific topic on YouTube, you know, they're searching for that in podcast apps. So it's like it's really um, about thinking about it as part of your kind of like wider search strategy as well to get found. Should we talk about apps and do do our kind of ironic? This segment is brought to you by Captivate <laughs> FM, um, which it isn't, except no. <laughs> it might be if you're on Captivate FM. But I didn't really about these sort of platforms and tools until um, you directed me to how good they are for putting our voice out into the world. So um, why do we like Captivate particularly? Um, I mean, there are like a million and one different apps that you could use. Um, Captivate for me, I think there's two things over and above sort of any other platform that I've used. And, and actually I've used different ones for years with my own podcast. And it was sort of when we started this one that I came across Captivate and moved across. Um, the first is just how like super simple it is to, to use it and to distribute your podcast. Um, out across all the platforms so if you think about like the google podcast app apple Podcasts, spotify all the different places that you can put your podcast um with a lot of a sort of podcast hosts you have to actually go through that process and like manually apply for it to appear whereas with captivate they sort of do all that for you so if you're somebody that's never you know never done anything with a podcast before it's a great great app to sort of get started with um and then the other thing for me is just the analytics that you get with it which you don't get with a lot of other apps so you really get to see how many people are listening you know which which episodes and and what kind of content are your audience actually enjoying and you know how much of your podcast they listen to is it just like the first five minutes or do they get all the way to the end there's just so many more insights that you get with captivate that you don't get with other stuff um and then that helps you to plan it helps you to plan you know future content so i think that you know that's probably the big things for me um I mean, in terms of what we use, obviously we do this on Zoom and then the recording, you know, comes out and then I generally do the editing um, in GarageBand just because I've got an Apple and it's on that, but you can get Audacity if you don't have um, an Apple computer, it does exactly the same thing. And then it just, yeah, it goes on Captivate and it's as easy as that. And once you've got the episode in there, it's super easy to share it. You know, if you want to share it in a blog post, if you want to share it on social media, it's really easy to do. Um, years ago, I was at a party with a, um, with a bit that I can remember from the party. I think it got quite messy. Um, <laughs> was chatting to a guy who was, was quite senior in the music industry and was getting quite into, oh, you've worked with David Bowie and you've worked with this and you've worked with that. And um, I said, well, you know, what, what's the bit of wisdom that you've got from doing that job? And he said, well, the, the amazing thing is they all want to do... Um, hundreds and hundreds of takes but in 99 percent of the cases the first take they do is the best one um which is which is interesting that often they they got it the first time but they're, they're real sort of perfectionists and um i'm saying that because the, i think my the worst bit of my podcast journey so far is in i do another one on my um art community brand that uh where i go and talk to uh emerging artists about their view of the world 
but doing that bit on Garage Band that's like the intro that goes on every single one. <laughs> um, I, do, I think I think I had about thirty six takes to try it because I because I did have to listen to it, to it back, and um, yeah, got all David Bowie and used the first one. So <laughs> well, there we go. So, so, okay. so, that's that's another representation of your um, just do it, just 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 have a go, just just do it, isn't it? And I think it is that. And I think you know whenever I'm editing our podcast, I don't like you could go really over the top and edit out every single pause and you know clear out any tiny bit of background noise but at the end of the day we're two people doing this on a zoom call so it doesn't seem very authentic to do that um or maybe I'm just like really lazy and don't want to spend hours and hours editing everyone but I think that just adds to it if we were having this conversation with people in a coffee shop there would be background noise like you naturally do pause in conversation so I think sometimes you can get really sort of hung up on editing it out and it is really hard when you're listening to yourself and your own voice like that is just I don't know I hate that bit of the process every single time I don't know if you ever really get past that um I don't know maybe people listening to this that already do their own podcast do but yeah it is it is weird but I think just do it and not worry too much about you know making it super perfect every time that's that's why I'm glad you edit ours <laughs> and and j- just to be clear to our to listeners I I'm not I'm not doing any further analogies between our our podcasting artwork and and the uh the work of David Bowie or any artists of of that caliber other than the it's the only time I've met someone who works in a recording studio (laughs) um just to add to that um spontaneity is good the the long pause there was me going back to check the notes that you sent me about this podcast before. You're not and, supposed uh, to give away all the secrets. There's one here where I'm I'm tearing up my scripts. <laughs> so you, I didn't. You never told me that before. That I don't have to. We don't have to script this. <laughs> um, but I think probably people can guess that we don't. Um, but yeah, that so that so that's a that's a piece of advice, I suppose. Just um, come on and ramble. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, I, I think I don't know. It's I find it's easier when I do a solo episode to do it without any notes or any planning because I'm just talking about what I want to talk about. But when there's more than one of you, I think sometimes it's just good to have a general sort of outline of you know what you want to actually talk about and cover, just so you don't go completely off tangent all the time. And I think if you're doing something um, like you do with with you know your art community one where it's more of a it's a conversation but it, there's also maybe more of a um interview element to it then I think it's really good to sort of have those notes in front of you and let the other person have an idea of you know what you're going to ask them um but yeah scripting out just it just doesn't you can tell I've listened to podcasts where you know it's just somebody reading from a piece of paper sort of word for word um and it helps you know helps in the beginning maybe to do it a little bit like that and sort of get get over those initial nerves but I think it just sounds a lot more natural and authentic if you haven't sort of written out every single word that you know you're gonna say. So I suppose we should do one of our verbal bullet point summing up uh, little gatherings at, at the end there so I think um, what I've been reminded of when you dragged me kicking and screaming to the microphone was um, that, yeah, just just do it. We don't need equipment. We don't need uh, fancy studios. We just need kitchen tables. Uh, some planning is important, 
but thinking about the kind of things that you would talk about anyway with people who are interested in what you do or um, the story that you bring to it. Um, and, and that, that helps with the planning. Um, that it works for products as well as for services. Uh, that personality and that you, you are part of your brand and bringing some of that personality across and giving a taster of the experience people might have talking to you and working with you. And, um, I, I totally switched off as to which ones you said. And oh, great. Uh, <laughs> if, the, if the actual other person in the podcast falls asleep while we're doing it, what, what hope is there for our listeners? My final tip is um, try, try and make your podcast partner stay awake. You've been listening to Conversations in the Kitchen with us, Gemma and Paul from In the Kitchen. Be sure to subscribe in your favourite podcast player so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a small business with big purpose who wants to grow your e-commerce revenue, click the link in our show notes.